right, give me a little... Mike, say something. Finally back doing one of these. Check, 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 check. A month. Good. Yeah. Make sure you're close to the microphone, too. Yeah. Like, really close? Really close. Like, really close. Close enough? (laughs) Yes, I think so. Remember, make sure you studied hard. You better not screw anything up. Because this is our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I made sure I had YouTube videos playing throughout my sleep. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Great. Right. <laughs> stay, stay right up on that mic. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> we don't just do one of these for the hell of it, right? You know, that's why we haven't done one in so long. We wait till there's a good topic. We finally got a good topic emailed in from a listener. So yeah, I know it's t- taking you guys mm-hmm. a while to to send some some ideas in. So right. we had to wait. So it spawned a topic, and so here we are talking about strategic partnerships. And around the room, we have uh, Jay Steele again. Yeah. A regular now. I am a regular. Proud yeah. to be one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, Jim Bentley, myself, yeah, Mike Crodwell. And we have Christine Cook here for the first time actually on the show. CC. Yeah. She's a savage. Thanks for having me. <laughs> She's a savage. <laughs> And, and, and an expert <laughs> at this topic, so we had to have her in. So, um, strategic partnerships are where money doesn't necessarily change hands, but uh, they, you know, they're cross-marketing efforts. So, I tried to find the definition of cross-marketing in Urban Dictionary, and believe it or not, it's not in it's there. It's not on there. Wow, no what one, a surprise! Hmm. No, we may have I found, to create a definition, but I found uh, cross-dresser. Okay. And CrossFit. Well, that might work. There's no money exchanging. Yeah. <laughs> so it, we may be able to pull some nuggets out of that. It's not in there, but they, okay. do have a, they do have a definition for partnership. So I had to go with that. So check this out. So uh, partnership, the mutual business. And that's the whole definition. All right. And here it is nice in a sentence. Ch- that's on Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Ugh. Okay, Joe, look here. <laughs> Lovely. We robbed that damn bank. Share for three. No, that's bad. Kill one third. Then we kill another. No need to share. I call it a partnership. <laughs> I, I love their definitions every I time. I like that yeah. one. Not bad. So you have any other ones? No, but if somebody wants to, I was saying, if, if a listener wants to put in a definition of cross-marketing, they could, they could do yeah. that, right? So there's probably some poor college kid out there majoring in marketing who's trying to find the definition of cross-marketing and can't find it. Can't find not, it anywhere. Right. So we need to help those college students find their find the definition right so then the second definition of partnership is this one is very heartwarming are you guys ready for this one yeah yes. yeah sharing a bed with your brother because you're poor <laughs> sharing a meal with your neighbor because you're poor <laughs> and let's be real they're darn kind sharing a thought with your daughter because she needs your advice sharing a beer with your son because he needs some sometimes too sharing a conversation before college to decide a major or decide if someone should screw off and leave that crap altogether. Sharing the fear of your lawyer quitting on you during your divorce proceedings. <laughs> Lovely. Sharing a joke. About another partnership, too. You know? Yeah. Or sharing a joke when your daughter falls in love with her 58-ish year old professor <laughs> slash comic writer. <laughs> there would be no jokes. Oh, no. That you, because you supported her film school. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sharing a laugh. He wasn't my professor. Sharing love and peace. <laughs> like a civil human being without something to prove. Partnership is not tearing any of these things down. It's truly golden. And here it is in the sentence. I thought you were a douchebag, but then I realized you knew what a partnership was. <laughs> what does, so that's all. Uh, <laughs> doesn't help you understand partnership. It's I like all you a douchebag, I guess. Well, but the first one kind of 
dit. Yeah, no, I just mean you know, that sentence. Just, that yeah. sentence was yeah. uh, rob a on. bank and kill the other two partners and <laughs> keep it all. Partnership. So was a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so uh, the type of partnerships I want to talk about today really cross marketing where uh, you know every business the goal is to make money, but but these partnerships aren't. Um, there isn't necessarily money exchanging hands between these two. I mean, sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't. And the first one I want to talk about is the Dorito Loco Taco. Yes. Yeah. Too. I've been seeing that a lot. It's going on. Yeah. Steal a base. Steal a base. Steal a taco. Steal a taco. taco. Right. right, right. And they, it was the Dorito Loco Taco they were talking about this year, right? right? So uh, I listened to a great, <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell does this great podcast where it called Revisionist History. And he had someone from... Taco Bell tell the story of how that came to be. And it's an awesome story because uh, what Taco Bell had this idea to make this Dorito shell. And so the CEO of Taco Bell got together basically and went out to dinner or whatever with the CEO from Doritos hmm. or Frito-Lay who owns Doritos. And on a handshake, he got the guy to agree to doing it. And they never got their legal departments involved. They never signed anything. Really? They just, these guys went to dinner and had a handshake and said, go for it. Make a Dorito. And very interesting, isn't it? And Doritos. It's nice to hear that sometimes. Yeah. So there's not all that corporate and and legal speak around it. There was no money changing hands. They weren't paying Doritos to use their marks or. Wow. So, it, but it benefited both, right? Because right, you saw Doritos all over everything. All over. You saw um, the Cool Ranch flavor. Cool Ranch and nacho cheese. So it promoted those four Doritos. They didn't have to pay any money. Taco Bell didn't have to pay them any money to use those marks, and they put out a delicious, amazing product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's um, funny because ever since that product came out, I haven't probably had a regular taco at Taco Bell. Like anytime I really get, no seriously, <laughs> anytime I go to get tacos, I actually get the Dorito Loco shell. Huh. Yeah, it's very effective. I haven't had it in a, a long time, very honestly. Good. So the, yeah, I, I love this story because this wasn't Taco Bell or Dorito. Neither one of them. Did, they did, did they millions. go in strategically with the thought of increasing their, or I don't want to say increasing their brand, but more bringing more awareness to each of their brands as with that partnership or was it just kind of like hey this sounds kind of like a cool idea wouldn't you want a taco with cool ranch I think on it's it the latter yeah it was just that simple and it turned into something the other much interesting bigger. thing is that the the doritos the people trusted the taco bell people to not screw up yeah. because that shell doritos they're not making it they had no involvement with the way it was tasting or so you know, taco bell made it taco incorrectly bell created it Right. It could have made Doritos look bad as lab, well. Yeah. Absolutely. Luckily, they didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if we're all going to score that one, brilliance, right? And that, Yeah, definitely. If we're talking about that. Absolutely. And, you know, I work locally with um, the McDonald's franchise group here, and they do a ton of cross-marketing with Verner's and, and Dr. Pepper here, which outside of this market, maybe people don't know Verner's very well, but around here, it's a, it's a good-sized, big brand. And... Um, I just didn't. I didn't tell the story for any reason except as an excuse to. <laughs> I was going to say, what, how did they cro cross market with each other? Like I didn't know. I really didn't know that. I'm curious. What did they? Yeah, well, they do like um, Dr. Pepper puts on this cruising with the doctor event every year at the Woodward Dream Cruise. Oh, okay, I gotcha. They're always promoting and they run commercials um, on mostly on radio that say, you know, get a, a Big Mac with a Dr. Pepper, and you'll mm -hmm. see that. And the, you know, they'll say at participating McDonald. They always do that. And that's why, you know, I wanted to play this bit. I think they could take sesame seeds out the market and I wouldn't even care. I can't imagine five years from now saying, damn, remember sesame seeds? <laughs> what happened? All the buns are blank. They're gonna have to change that McDonald's song. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a bun. <laughs> <laughs> 
How's the sesame seeds stick to a bun? That's fucking magical. There's got to be some sesame seed glue out there. Either that or they're adhesive on one side. <laughs> on one side. Take the sesame seed out, remove the backing, and place it on the bun. There's a backing now on the seed. Now your bun will seat. look spectacular. <laughs> Every McDonald's commercial ends the same way, right? McDonald's commercials end like this. Prices and participation may vary. Now I want to open a McDonald's and not participate in anything. <laughs> I want to be a stubborn McDonald's owner. I say cheeseburgers? Nope. <laughs> we got spaghetti. Can you imagine? And blankets. <laughs> blankets. <laughs> but we are not affiliated with that clown. <laughs> he attracts too many children. So that's the bit. Um, yeah, yeah. You always hear those prices and participation yeah. may vary. When you do that. go into the McDonald's where they aren't participating, you're so angry, right? Yes, you're absolutely. Like, what the hell? It's never happened to me. It hasn't? No, oh, yeah, it hasn't happened to me. me. I can tell you, it happened with the wings. Remember they did like around the Super Bowl like years ago. This mm -hmm. is McDonald's? Yeah, they had the, Mc, the McDonald's wings or something. Like McDonald's, Are they Mc the wing. white? No, not, not the white, the white like the all white meat chicken. Oh, it was, okay, they no. actually had like wings, like really? chicken wings. Yeah, at least in Ohio at the time. Huh. And you know, I was getting them left and right. Then all of a sudden, I went to McDonald's, didn't have them. I was mad. <laughs> You're like, what kind of McDonald's I are didn't you? Think about the disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. You guys have blankets or spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our ass next time. Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Mitch. Mike's yeah. the biggest Mitch I Hedberg am, fan. I, I'm going to come up with an excuse in every podcast coming <laughs> you up to play a Mitch Hedberg bit, I promise, because right. he's got one about everything, even though he died really young. So, um, anyways. Uh, so the second example I want to talk about is, and I, you guys probably, are you old enough to remember when all the Ford Explorers were rolling? Oh, yeah. You are. Yeah, it was yeah. huge oh, news. Yeah. It was all rolling. Over. They were rolling, yeah, and killing people. Oh! No, I was like, what are you talking about? They're on ecstasy? <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know what you meant. <laughs> no, we used to get that question all the time at auto shows. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. So we should tell, Christine was an auto show model. And you worked, you Product did the Ford? Okay. <laughs> Gotta have the correct term. <laughs> She's so not, a <laughs> not a model. Not a model. That's not cooler. I think luck. that sounds cooler to be totally honest. Yeah. <clears throat> so you had the perfect answer, right? Did right. they tell you you have to, or no? Yeah, we re-engineered them. It's not an issue Okay. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> well, Who knows? okay. So the, the back story. <laughs> so did you guys know Henry Ford and Harvey Firestone were best friends? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And if you like Google them on the internet, you'll find like dozens of pictures of the two of them and Thomas Edison. Huh. And they used to do all these camping trips and hang out together. And so I tell this story because I didn't know Edison too. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know it makes sense why his been... house is at the Henry Ford Museum. Then I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they some... were like the three of them were best friends, and they went on these camping trips, mostly to northern Michigan every summer, like the Upper Peninsula. And uh, so there's dozens of pictures on the internet of these three guys hanging out together. And they're so tight, you know, uh, Martha, Fire, Martha Ford, who owns Martha, the Lions, right. is a Firestone, right? Exactly. Martha yep. Ford Firestone. But when all this went down in the late 90s, um, Ford and Firestone had to testify in front of Congress against each other because Ford blamed the tires. Oh, no. Vaguely was, remember this. I re yeah. There were 271 fatalities. And over 800 injuries in the United States. Over what does it say? How long? That's really not that many, right? Uh, all in the if same. If you consider vehicle. 325 million people or whatever, that's a pretty small well, percentage. It was, all, <laughs> it was all these explorers rolling. Right. Okay. So and and so, Ford recall 23 million tires. Oh. And that didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, and, and they blamed them. They said that, you know, the tires were shredding and that's why the, the explorers were rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and this big case came out in front of Congress. It turned out Ford was right. Um, Firestone had to close their Decatur, Illinois factory. Um, their stock price dropped more than 50 percent. A hundred corporate employees lost their jobs. I mean, it Man. was like this big. And then in Firestone vowed to never sell another single tire ever to Ford Motor Company. Well, that friendship's and, over. Well, yeah. I mean, why, why would they do that? It was their fault, right? Why are they bl- I mean, that just sounds like a shitty. Well, somebody ex- has to blame had- someone, I guess. Well, right, but they, yeah. they took, they should have taken the blame instead of saying, oh, you outed up. They yeah. would have been outed anyways, sure. right? Sure. I mean, it, it's kind of. I did a lot of reading on it, and it sounded like Ford was right. It was the, fi- the Firestones right. were faulty. They were coming apart. Um, and, but Firestone wanted Ford to fall on the sword and say, they, they tried to say the, the car was misengineered. It was top heavy. They tried like to blame the didn't engineering didn't fit the, the car. tires correctly. They were supposed to be together. Whatever. But it ended that, that life, like lifelong yeah. relationship between and luckily, the Luckily, those two guys were gone already. So yeah, they absolutely. didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine? And uh, those guys now are probably like, you know, the equivalent of like Bezos and Zuckerberg oh, and yeah. Bill sure. Gates today, yeah. right? They were absolutely. huge, massive celebrities to imagine, you know, in the 1920s. Oh, the, you mentioning that? I, I just pictured those three going camping. It's, I would just picture the most boring camping trip. Like, there would be such turds. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would not want to go on that camping, or I would, and just mess with them. Not oh, yeah. It <laughs> would be hilarious. But so, you know, you, you, they, they, in their mind, they had this great partnership, right, between Ford and Firestone, and it came to an end. It's still over time. Ford put Firestone on the map because he agreed back then to buy he was, all his he tires. He was there yeah, first. Right. Ford I mean, had the car before Firestone had the tires, right? Or at least Ford, Ford was car, a bigger deal right. than Firestone was at the time. Yeah. Harvey Firestone, he, he invented the first uh, tire, the rim that came off. Oh, really? Yeah. Before that, it was like the axle was, the wheel was part of it. He invented the wheel coming off. Huh. I don't know. That's Does that really matter? Important. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but I'm just, I'm not saying he, didn't, he, he contributed. He wasn't like. Okay. He wasn't just a, he riding wasn't on just, Ford's coattails. No. He, he, he definitely did He basically did built something. Akron. Jay, did you ever live near Akron? Yeah. Uh, li- no, not really. I mean, no. Columbus is still yeah. a little ways away. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in Akron, I imagine they're huge celebrity family, right? I'd they're, imagine, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. super well known. So there's a There's a golf course in town that cross markets with a really cool restaurant that's close by and, it, and when you get your receipt at the restaurant it says show this at the golf course and you get there you go ten dollars off nine holes or whatever and what? at the at the golf course it'll say show your scorecard at the restaurant and you get five dollars off your meal nice so go to this restaurant of one of the other yeah. i mean yeah there you go yeah. yeah which i think is really cool and the other thing that i i always think of at restaurants is i could tell if a restaurant's good or high end or a bar if it's got a crappy atm in it <laughs> Really? It's like shoddy. It, 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 that <laughs> that means a good one or a bad one. That means a bad restaurant. Okay, I, I, that's I, I that, to me that 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 signals me that that's a crappy restaurant. <laughs> Why? I mean, what if they just had it there a long if it's like time? A because chase people ATM. always need to get money because it's so expensive there. So they just had it there for twenty years. <laughs> it's a club or a theater. I I, I, yeah. I want it to be a brand. Yeah. Bank ATM. Oh, like I see what you're saying. Um, I don't want it to be one of those. Uh, I know what you're saying. Okay. Just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you said crappy, I thought you meant beat up. No, no, no. Like, like Jay Steele sticks an ATM in there. 
Yeah, <laughs> so got I, a steel ATM. Yeah, no, seven dollar fee. I thought the same thing. I thought you meant like just a beat up old one, but no. you mean like you want like a Chase Bank Huntington? Yes. Got it. Yes, because okay. then it's it's something reputable. Yeah, it's not some. Even off. though those have the highest fees, I feel like too. Well, I don't <laughs> know. They all their fees are always high, no matter where I, you go. I never. Uh, I, I don't know if I was with Mike or not. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but I was at a local establishment and. Uh, <laughs> No, you weren't you, with me. Uh, <laughs> 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 an ATM, and I ended up not. It was a twenty, twenty or twenty-five dollar yes. fee. I was like, "Are you it's kidding that me?" That expensive? Yeah, and they told because I went in. I so I had a card. I'm thinking, okay, whatever. We go in here. I got to buy lunch, maybe a drink, and yeah, it was cash only. They will. They, it was. Uh, was whatever. it far so, from another ATM? No. Maybe they were thinking, this is the only one you're going to find well, it was for a while. a certain type of establishment yeah, where yeah, you're going to want some cash on you. on you. Oh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And they, but I was like, come on, you really, you got to take me for 20 bucks? Well, that's yeah. what they do. They take your car keys away, right? Yeah. There's always a valet. Yeah. Yep. So you can't go in it. You're trapped. And so you got to use their ATM. You got to use it. Yeah. <laughs> God, was so, that doesn't even have anything to do with anything. No. Different but, kind of marketing. I just, I just <laughs> thought of that crap. I thought of that crappy ATM in there. Because it was one of those crappy ones. So what you do? You just didn't get the cash? No, Mike paid. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's oh, a great wait, way to wrap this up. Oh, that's right. You were with me. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> great yeah. way to wrap that story. Oh, Mike paid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to edit that one out. Oh, somebody else. Oh, your stack of singles. A different Mike. Different yeah. Mike. Different guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So think about, you know, the takeaway from this and our tip of the week is think about who you can, who you can marry your business to and their reputation because their reputation rubs off on you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you always want to have someone that's at least on par with your brand or, or better, ideally. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, with Ford and Firestone, they were both considered like high end. You know, they were, mm-hmm. they were right on par until that happened and that blew up on them. Well, and, um, I, and I picture, Mike, a lot of business owners. I don't want to say a lot, but it takes a certain person to be able to run a business in, in a certain sense. And if I, I see them sometimes maybe not wanting to align themselves with someone because they always feel like their brand is better. You don't want to risk it. Yeah, I'm not going to risk But, you know, and that's where the the marketing people come in. And really, those are the ones, uh, you know, the sales guys that I'd expect to come up with the ideas and build those relationships to say, no, this works. And come up with the examples like you came up with, Doritos Locos. Risk and reward, right? Right. And and you, you, you don't make anything if you, you have to risk something to make something yeah there, another example i can think is at one point potbelly was promoting that they had frank's red hot yeah oh really you know and so they were using that frank's red hot brand mm-hmm. and it was Put on that their shit table on everything. T- jay you that know what i'm talking sense. about yeah yeah <laughs> and so i think that helped both brand i mean it, i it, think so it reminded you of frank's and it was it a hot chicken sandwich that they put out or something uh, it was something that, yeah, you would put hot. I want to say it was chicken related somehow. Yeah, so yeah. they didn't just like, well, we talked about on the last podcast, Wendy's, Popeye's, and they're all doing the spicy sandwich. But none of right. them say it's Frank's or Tabasco right. or anything like right. that. Mm-hmm. But Potbelly did use Frank's in their branding and in their messaging. This guy loves Potbelly. I think he owns stock in it. <laughs> I haven't been to one in a very long time. <laughs> should own stock. Loves Potbelly. So, all right. Well, this leads us to our listener question and where we got the topic from. It says, uh, marketing tools, I've listened to every episode. Uh, you've done and haven't heard you talk about strategic partnerships. I own a hardware store and a local landscape company has asked me to provide them with two industrial riding mowers. In exchange, they'll put my, my logo on their trucks and they do the grass cutting at the local high school uh, where they will include me in the end zone and outfield signage. Does this sound like a good deal to you guys? 
Hell I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's on the surface, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are those questions. I mean, I think it's a good sign that they cut the grass of a, of a high school. They probably um, have a good reputation if that's exactly. who the high school's contracting. They're, they're not just hiring two guys uh, that have a, you know, yeah. a push mower. You yeah, know? yeah. They're hiring a reputable company. So I think that would be a, a great thing. Plus, not only do you, do they increase your brand, but so does the high school. Everyone going to the high school and they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to that. And it takes time. It's not going to like the first game, you know, you're going to have 50 more customers. But I think it's a it's definitely a good thing. Christine likes it. She's nodding. I initially had questions, right? Well, let's hear it. Yeah, what are the questions? I'd want to know, yeah, what's the reputation? Have they used these products before? Do I want to align my brand with this? What's their, I mean, really, if you want to get a little deeper into it, like what's their following? What's their social media following? Can I get a benefit off that? Like, Like make sure both sides are getting value and then kind of go from there. I mean, I'm picturing a small town here. I, he didn't say what town he was from, but um, I think in this day and age of all these big box store, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot and everybody selling all this stuff and trying to take over the world that your little local hardware store branding with the local high school, the local mm-hmm. landscape company is a good thing. Yeah, people love that. Shop oh, local. Absolutely. Right. Local. Yeah. Right. Shop local's big. Absolutely. Yeah. And these guys have, have trucks riding around your town. And, and people know that, hey, this professional landscape company uses my equipment and gets their stuff serviced here and sold here. You know, I think that's great. Well, yep. you got to think, I would assume, owning the hardware store, you have an idea of what your average, every person that walks through the door, how much do they spend? How mm-hmm. much do the lawnmowers cost? How much, that's your investment, basically, is those lawnmowers, yep. right? Yep. Is that $10,000 yeah. worth? I have of, no I don't, idea I, how I much really those things know. are. But you got to think, not cheap, too, is, sure. is this going to get me two more people in here is this going to over the next four or five years get me 50 to 100 new customers you know and you kind of have to look at it that way too to say is is that investment of two lawnmowers worth it Mm -hmm. and i would i'm off the right at the beginning i would say yes but i I think it wouldn't hurt to put some pen to paper and, and figure out right what do i need to do at least to recoup that investment cover the cost of those two lawnmowers and how good is this for me you know yeah I think that's pretty obvious. Right, Christine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like overanalyzing this. I'm like, okay, so what if it doesn't work out? Like, what's the, what's the breakup And then plan? you're fucked. You're bankrupt and you get out. You yeah. move to another place. And, uh, <laughs> well, and we have talked about that a bunch, though, is never, never invest in marketing. You can't afford to just lose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you, oh, yeah. you got to know when you're spending that money. You're yeah. not... You can't worry about the return on investment. If those right are away. your last two lawnmowers, <laughs> yeah. and, you know yeah. things are you're struggling to make ends meet. I'd, I'd maybe at least wait a little yeah. bit. Giving but, those away is going to put you out of business. Yeah. Don't then do you that. can't sell them. If you, if right. and I'm, I'm assuming that's not the case, obviously, right. but it's obviously something to think of if you're a business owner. Well, you should probably look at the landscape companies' um, reviews on Google mm-hmm. and smart. Facebook. Yelp and, and yeah, cuz of all they a sudden they got a bunch of one stars and say these guys <laughs> jacked my lawn. <laughs> They're Probably smoking weed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were stoned. <laughs> then our whole answer changes. Yeah. <laughs> right, but but obviously that's the the investigation due diligence you have to put in. Work. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. All right. All right, so should we just exit with another Mitch Hedberg bit and then call yeah, this a show? you got another one which which Pull one do you up, like? Uh, uh, complicated payment. <laughs> Three easy payments. You could Since probably write Mitch Hedberg and like 
fart bird, and something would come up. <laughs> Put in, uh, yeah, three easy payments. There's a commercial on late night TV for this thing you attach to a garden hose. It says, you can water your heart to reach plants with this product. Who the fuck would make your plants hard to reach? <laughs> that seems so very mean. I know you need water, but I'm going to make you hard to reach. I will throw water at you. Hopefully they'll invent a product before you shrivel and die. Think like a cactus. So you can have this product for four easy payments of $19.95. I would like to have a product that was available for three easy payments and one fucking complicated payment. <laughs> we can tell you which payment it is, but one of these payments is going to be a bitch. The mailman will get shot to death. The envelope will not seal. And the stamp will be in the wrong denomination. Good luck, fucker. I want to try that once. Yeah. Tell someone to... Uh... Say, oh, it's only it's three easy payments and one complicated payment. Put that in a commercial somewhere just to throw people off. That's great. It'd make them think. All right. That's All the right. show. So remember, pick your partners wisely. Their reputations need There's to be as good. There's a lot of diseases good. going yes. around. around. <laughs> oh, partnerships. No, okay. you, but you're, you're, what you said I'm is right true, too. I'm right, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. You always want to make and, sure everyone's uh, tested before. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whatever. Keep <laughs> going. Yeah, so I'm so derailed now. <laughs> Christine, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Jay, as always. As always. It's awesome. What about me? <laughs> Get the fuck out thanks of here. Thanks for fucking the show up again. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. We have uh, Instagram now that kind we haven't put of, any yeah. pictures on. <laughs> right. We have followers. We might have some up by the we'll time this gets posted. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get some pictures and on there. email us. Keep emailing the crap out of us. Yes, because we would never have done this topic if we didn't get <laughs> right. the email. We wouldn't have had a show. Right. The Marketing Tools Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and we'll have another good topic next week. And we won't waste your time. <laughs> we'll if you see. see it, if you see a podcast. <laughs> it's a good topic. Yeah, listen to because it. We don't do crappy ones, right? No. Thanks for listening, Never. and thanks for doing the show, everybody. Bye bye. See ya.